Living with mental illness is not because of a lack of faith. It's not your fault, and it never changes the way God sees you. Getting help does not mean you're weak. It means you're strong. And, um, and God wants us to get that help so that we can be the best version of ourselves. Hey everyone, Jason Dennis here for uh, our typical Run the Race podcast, but this is going to be maybe different than a lot of episodes you hear from me. We have guests talking about fitness and faith, and sometimes I talk about uh, you know a race that I've run or uh, something else that's happened in terms of faith and, and a sermon I heard, but uh, this one uh, is going to be a real personal story. I'm going to open up um, about um, you know what... Uh, our daughter has gone through with depression and OCD, a big journey for, for numerous years. And what we've gone through as a family, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And, um, you know, I, I think it, we don't just need to uh, talk about it over the course of the month, but do it every day all throughout the year. I think that's improved a lot in terms of, you know, because uh, mental health has become more uh, in uh, top of mind, especially uh, going through the COVID pandemic. We see it affecting so many people uh, with more and more uh, young people, teenagers committing suicide. So this is a, a serious topic. Uh, we're going to talk uh, about, uh, you know, the, the faith aspect of it, uh, giving you some scriptures from the Bible and some wisdom for Christians who may not really understand mental health or, or how to talk about it because it talks about do not worry um, and anxiety in the Bible. But what does that really mean for us? How can we show compassion as Christians? And um, just really proud of our daughter who um, has has really, you know, used, uh, put some purpose behind her pain and uh, in terms of inspiring other people through what she's continuing to go through now 20 years old. Uh, in fact, some of the things she's written, um, it, it, she said, you do not have to hide your broken pieces or fix yourself or pretend to have it all together. He, as in God, wants you to let him into your mess and to comfort you. So profound. And she also said, the world around us may tell us to put on a brave face, but Jesus shows us that true courage acknowledges pain. True courage is chasing after the Lord even when life doesn't make sense. And maybe you can relate to this. Maybe, you know, you uh, are feeling really down. Maybe you yourself deal with depression or anxiety or um, have thought about committing suicide. And uh, we want to talk about that. We want to help you out and tell you that you are loved you are seen and heard, and uh, there's help out there. It's so important to get help no matter what age you are if you're going through something like this, a mental health battle. And uh, so hopefully the, the, the stories I'm going to tell you and from our personal experiences will help you to understand, you know, um, mental health a little better. And like I said, you know, I think it's being talked about more and more in today's society, which I think is a positive improvement. I see it on movies and TV shows. In fact, one of my favorite shows on uh, Apple Plus is uh, Ted Lasso, uh, which deals with soccer or football uh, across the pond in the UK. And um, he, uh, he they, they deal with the stigma of mental health. And he has panic attacks on the show. And uh, no spoiler, but he deals with some trauma from his past and, and uh, dealing with a divorce as well. And in one of the uh, episodes in the first season, one of my favorite uh, moments is uh, he, uh, and he kind of quotes Walt Whitman here, he's, uh, he's playing darts in a pub there against one of the, the show's villains, and he's talking about being made fun of when he was younger, and that those people that made fun of him, these other kids, um, that they, you know, were not curious. They were just judgmental. And he says, be curious 
not judgmental. He won this epic battle of darts because this this villain, this owner, former owner of the team, uh, was uh, pretty much thinking that this guy didn't know how to play darts, but he never asked him. He wasn't curious. And that's what we need to do with people in life. You know, find out, be curious, like ask, what are you going through? Tell us, tell me more about, uh, you know, what, what you're dealing with. Because on the darker days, you may feel like you just don't want to exist, right? You know, don't get much enjoyment. There's people out there that just want to sleep more and more uh, and doing the same repeated things every single day. Uh, but life is so precious and the world is a beautiful place to be in. Uh, and the goal is to spend more time living, right? Truly living and also being with the people that we love the most. There's a quote from a Disney movie, Wally, from decades ago, uh, where one of the characters says, I don't want to survive, I want to live. And God wants that too. It specifically says in the scripture that he can help us to live life more abundantly, not just living life and going through the motions, but living it more abundantly. And our family, you know, we speaking of Disney, we love Disney World. Our family of four actually has been there uh, twice in the last two years. Our kids are a little older now, 19 and 20 years old, but our daughter um, loves Disney World, loves, uh, and she actually had a chance these last two trips to go through the parks uh, in her wheelchair. Really miraculous to be able to go and do that for, compared to all we've been through over the last several years. And, um, you know, it, it, some very painful years. And, and, and two words to kind of, I think, made that happen, but God. And I think that, you know, no matter what you're going through, and we're going to talk about this some in this podcast and some of the words from Olivia about how God is there through it all. And, um, you know, mental health is something that is more and more prevalent to now. And in fact, the CDC says mental and physical health are equally important components of overall health. Just like you go to the doctor and get medicine for an ailment you have, you know, like the flu or pneumonia or uh, something else you have. Um, same thing with, with uh, mental health. And which includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects you know, how we feel, how we act and think. More than one in five U.S. adults live with a mental illness, and more than one in five youth ages 13 to 18 currently, or maybe at some point, have had a seriously debilitating mental illness. And uh, speaking of debilitating, for, for several years now, our family's been really facing a mental health crisis. I haven't talked about it specifically a lot on here because, um, you know, for privacy purposes, uh, you know, talking about it a lot on the podcast, but I got permission from um, my daughter and, and our family to talk about it some with you. And, um, you know, our daughter has been going through it a lot longer than we have, and we didn't even know it. Um, and, you know, it, it was hidden from us or we didn't see the red flags. And now 20 years old, Olivia has been battling chronic illness and mental disorders since she was nine years old. So more than a decade. She recently wrote... Um, Opening up about my mental health was the scariest thing to do. I hid all my struggles for a very long time. I don't want others to have to suffer in silence like I did. And that's why mental health awareness is so important to me. I want others to get faster help. And, you know, from our personal story, what we went through, we we saw this new to us or growing anxiety and depression and OCD and also trauma she had experienced. Um, and it led to us you know, finally, once we realized what was going on, along with her medical issues and challenges she was going through, uh, we wanted to get Olivia to see a therapist, which we did that years ago, and eventually led us to getting some specialists, some therapy specialists uh, out of Atlanta, not just here in Columbus, Georgia, where we are. 
And, um, and for instance, we got specialists to help out with uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD. And that's not maybe what you stereotypically hear about somebody being super organized or clean or afraid of getting sick. Those kind of things can happen. But it's really uh, intrusive thoughts and having to do certain actions to just feel okay, feel like you have to do those things in a certain way or something's wrong with you. And uh, we've had a lot of ups and downs medically as well, continue to be on that struggle at times. Olivia faces flare-ups. She has repeated doctor's appointments, limited energy, and new symptoms, and scary, like, you know, in terms of knowing what's going to happen in the future. So it's been very difficult for, for her and for us as a family. In fact, my wife and I, um, you know, a year or more ago, we went ourselves to our own therapist for our own, own well-being, self-care. And, you know, you don't need permission for me, but it's okay to get help. You know, we all need it. Olivia, you know, has, has written about this saying that you are worthy of the support you need. Uh, getting help, you shouldn't be ashamed of that. It's actually very brave. She said God provides tools and mental health professionals intentionally to help us get through and cope. So uh, along with those, you know, numerous medical issues she's had, and, and I'm not going to list them all here. We're talking mostly here about the mental health aspect of things. Um, but she's had depression and anxiety and OCD, like I mentioned. Um, she was recently diagnosed with autism, which has been really eye-opening for her and for us and trying to you know, get more knowledgeable about what, what this really means. So there's, you, know, you have a range and severity of symptoms can be very wide for those on the spectrum with autism. Um, common symptoms may be you know, having difficulty with communication and social interactions, having obsessive interests, and then repetitive behaviors. And so um, for her, she always felt like I think she was out of place and didn't feel like she maybe belonged or the, maybe she saw the world differently than, than some people. And so this kind of answered some of those questions for her. Um, and so I think that and we're able to now the therapists and the doctors, now that they know this diagnosis, they can they can help her out. I think that's so important with mental health to know, OK, so this is going on and it's not the end of the world. It, it means that, you know, that, that, you know, you're special, you're unique the way you are, no matter what. Um, and, you know, it, it's been a tough road for us for, for years. She's been to the emergency room several times related to mental health and also chronic illnesses. We've made really tons of trips to Atlanta, um, seen doctors and gone out of state for specialists. Um, our family and our faith, honestly, um, has been shaken at times, but it's also strong. And I think, you know, Really, honestly, it's gotten stronger uh, having gone through all that we've gone through. And the journey, it's not easy. Um, it's been very difficult, very emotional for us. Um, and there's more to do. Uh, you know, there's plenty of ups and downs. But I, I'm really, truly impressed. And it just, <laughs> I get emotional thinking about it. So impressed with Olivia's bravery and courage and being open with what she's gone through. She's got a, a Christian Instagram and a blog. You should definitely check it out. It's called Your Pain Has a Purpose. I'll have a, a link in the show notes for this podcast episode where you can go and click on it and read some of their, her past blogs and see pictures and Bible verses and just encouragement for you no matter what you're going through. And I think she feels like she's gone through a lot for years now and wants to help others that maybe feel like they're alone and they, nobody else is going through what they're going through. And uh, God, I think, has really given her a gift for writing and uh, a gift for and being an encourager. 
So here's a little bit more of what she's written. She says, it's hard to live in a world where there's so much stigma of chronic illness and mental disorder. So I wanted to bring awareness to them. Diagnosis to diagnosis, each layer that was added on, God brought his own layer of goodness. That's so good. She said, when OCD came fighting, God gave me his strength. When anxiety and depression knocked on my door, God said, let me open it. When trauma covered darkness down on me, God shined his bright light. And when I fell from the weight of my burdens, God picked me back up, took my heaviness, and held me safe in his arms. And that's so important because, you know, having that faith foundation and family, for that matter, I think is so important when you're going through this battle to know that you're not alone. Um, you know, um, whether you have a, a mom and a dad or um, a support system around you, the, the true healer and the true supporter is God, is Jesus. And, you know, um, the, I'm so happy that Olivia's faith has continued on our faith, you know, and, and it's, it's tough at times because we ask, you know, why God? Why, why us? Why, why her? Um, but, but I mean, maybe sometimes to ask why not, you know, she's, um, you know, you hear the phrase, God won't give you any more than, than you can handle. Well, I guess the true honest version of that is God won't give you any more than he can't handle. He's our strength. He's our redeemer. Um, she also writes, um, you know, simple phrases like on, on her blog and, um, Instagram like this, you know, you are not your anxiety. You are not your depression. You are not your struggles. You are worth so much more. Living with mental illness is not because of a lack of faith. It's not your fault, and it never changes the way God sees you. The lies our mind tells us feel so real and scary, but they don't alter the truth that God calls you loved and worthy. He's not mad at you. You are his precious child and cares for you. And uh, that's so true. Um, and, and, you know, he, he's there when, when maybe nobody else is. When you're alone and you feel isolated and you feel like you want to, I mean, some people feel like they, they, you know, they have those suicidal thoughts and they want to end it and they don't feel like their life is worth anything. But it is. I mean, we're all here for a purpose. We all have meaning, um, you know, and, and we can give God the glory as we, you know, fight the good fight, no matter what you're going through, whether it be mental health or something else, uh, maybe you're feeling down. And, and so, you know, um, God can cheer you up. Um, his word, it's like light piercing darkness is kind of how, how it talks about in scripture as well. And uh, Olivia talked about how, you know, um, it's not a lack of faith. You know, sometimes, you know, you know, there's there was a Yahoo article I found with some scriptures in it. In it. And, and it talks about, you know, if you're a Christian struggling with your mental health today, just know you're not alone, right? When it comes to mental illness, we as Christians, sometimes we just don't give, honestly, the compassion and hope to those struggling. Um, you know, the Yahoo article says that maybe Christians say things like, have you prayed for God to take away your depression? Or, you know, I believe you'll feel better if you surrender your anxiety to the Lord. And, you know, behind those phrases, maybe there's some good intentions, but... They often come off as truly judgmental. And where we fall short in giving grace to people struggling with mental illness or any kind of struggles they're dealing with, maybe losing a loved one, God provides his word for comfort in the struggle. Because, you know, listen, we, we sometimes don't act Christian-like. <laughs> and, um, we you know, we use verses in ways that maybe can be offensive to people. Um, speaking of verses, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future 
and a hope. So just know that, that God's got you in the palm of his hands. He's not going to you know, forsake you. And uh, he's for us. He's not against us. He has plans to give us that hope no matter how we feel. Uh, so when you have doubt or worry or fear, just know he is that overcomer um, that, that we can have in us in the Holy, Holy Spirit. Also in Isaiah 4, 43, 2, it says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. And uh, that gives you some imagery of, you know, um, as whatever you're going through, uh, God's right there. And he will not let things overtake you or burn you or swallow you up or get you drowned. Um, and um, so it's, it's something that I think is, is important to, to, to remember uh, as, as we go through things, but also people around us to kind of have our antennas up and to know that, you know, um, to be self-aware that there's folks out there that are really, truly hurting. And, um, you know, we want to, we want to pray for them. We want to be there for them. And sometimes it's just a matter of lending your ears and just, just listening to people and, uh, to, to let them know that, listen, I see you and I hear you. And, um, and, you know, I think that, as my, my wife and I, as Olivia's mom and dad, sometimes, you know, we haven't been perfect and we've made mistakes as parents and we've all made mistakes. You've made mistakes as a son or a daughter and, and people make mistakes as moms and dads and as brothers and sisters and as friends. <clears throat> and it doesn't mean that, that you're done for. It just means that, listen, I made a mistake. I, I'm, I can get better. I can learn more about this. I can, you know, I, I want to listen to you. I want to hear and see you. And so, uh, um, the uh, the one more, you know, I started with Disney, so I'm going to, you know, kind of uh, maybe close things out a little bit with Disney as well, since we, we love Disney World so much. One of my all-time favorite movies, because maybe I watched it, you know, 200 times with our kids when they were little, was Finding Nemo. And um, one of the quotes, just three words, right, that, um, you know, is from, from that movie is um, from Dory, the, the bluefish, uh, that Ellen DeGeneres uh, voiced. Uh, she says, um, just keep swimming. And when you're going through those difficulties, mentally, physically, emotionally, it can be very discouraging. And, and, and I get it. Um, sometimes I feel very down. Um, I don't suffer from depression um, or OCD. But, you know, seeing what Olivia's gone through, it's, it makes me more empathetic. And me to understand that, like, mental health is a real thing. It's not made up. Um, it's not something people are just trying to get attention for or trying to make an excuse for something. It is a, it is a true thing. And recovering takes time, takes months, years, I mean, a long time. And, um, but you can get through the life's ups and downs. Um, and uh, there's going to be high mountaintops. There's going to be low valleys. But no matter how hard it gets, you can look to Jesus for that strength and then do what Dory repeats, just keep swimming, right? I'm going to close now in prayer. Dear God, just thank you for this opportunity to talk about um, just what we've been through. Thank you for um, for our, our family. Thank you for our son, Zachary, our daughter, Olivia, for my wife, Shanna, and that, Lord God, that you will uh, continue to guide us, give us wisdom, and uh, to help us know that, that you have the future in our hands, that you, Lord God, want us to live a life more abundantly. And uh, that can be done through you and looking to you for our strength and for our peace. 
amidst any kind of chaos we're going through. And Lord Jesus, we just thank you for the sacrifices you make for us, that we look to you for our light when we feel like the darkness surrounding us. And uh, Lord Jesus, just um, thank you for being able to have conversations about what goes on, not just in our body, but our mind as well. And that, Lord God, that you can bring healing uh, to that through all kinds of things, through therapy, through medicines, um, and in supernatural ways as well. And we just thank you and praise you, God, and that, uh, that things will um, continue to, uh, to uh, get better for those dealing with mental health struggles and, and chronic illnesses as well. You name me pray. Amen. Once again, it's uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. And in fact, next week's episode of Run the Race, I've got a special guest I've already talked to. I can't wait for you to hear this conversation with a former coworker of mine. Uh, years ago, he was a, a news and sports anchor and reporter here with us, a young man who um, lives back in his hometown of Cincinnati now, but has left the TV world because uh, he checked himself in more than a year ago into a mental health hospital. In fact, he's been battling depression for 15 years, half of his life, and uh, has been repeatedly suicidal. And he opens up about that and is very candid about that and uh, a serious conversation again uh, and how, you know, how faith and, and uh, other people around him and, and, um, and therapy has really helped save his life. And um, so a lot of the changes he's gone through, he's also the uh, fellow host of a podcast, his called uh, The Mental Game, where again... He's talking about mental health. So important to keep talking about uh, about this. And, and if you or someone you know is is maybe you know as you hear this, you know I uh, hope it wasn't triggering. But if you know someone or you yourself contemplating suicide, uh, there is a national suicide prevention lifeline. This is a hotline. If you're in crisis or know someone that is, that someone can they will talk to you right away. A certified listener. You can call nine eight eight. Again, the number is 988. We want you to get help. So important. Um, you know, getting help does not mean you're weak. It means you're strong. And, um, and God wants us to get that help so that we can be the best version of ourselves. I appreciate you listening as I shared this uh, personal story. Um, and um, I just I love my family so much. Uh, we love Olivia and Zach. And uh, my wife's been incredible through all this. And, and uh, we know that God is going to use this test as a testimony, and uh, we believe it. Thanks, guys.